please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. Welcome to another episode of An Apple A Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. An Apple A Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. So if you get a minute, go over there, check it out. I'm sure you'll like it. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can email me at Jimmy at FamousApple.com. That's Jimmy at FamousApple.com. So how are you doing today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling better than you did yesterday? That's what counts. Every day, you should feel a little bit better than you did the day before. And I just want to remind you, with your medication, read those bottles, read those warning labels, especially with this heat that we're having. You know, some of these medications, you have to stay out of the heat. Some of them you have to stay out of direct sunlights. So just read the medications and be careful. Just be careful. And if it says stay out of the sunlight, listen to it. You know, take it to heart. It's not a suggestion. It's a, it's a warning. Stay out of the sunlight because it can affect you. Well, we got a good one for you today. We got, we're going to start off today with a couple of emails that I received. They're good questions. And anyone, again, that knows me, knows how I feel about nonsense with these made-up diseases. The World Health Organization thinks that video games, people obsessed with playing video games, is an addiction now and should be considered a disability. Well, I've made myself abundantly clear on that. One thing that sticks in my craw is junkies and drug addicts. I have zero tolerance. I have zero sympathy for junkies and drug addicts. I don't care whether it's prescription drugs. I don't care whether it's heroin. I don't care whether it's pot. I think this whole thing with pot is ridiculous too, but that's another story. But we're going to get into that. So... We got a good one here going on, so let's get into it. All right, we got two really good emails here today. The first one is from Albert from Tulsa, Oklahoma. He writes, he's in the waiting period for Social Security disability at the moment. Last year, him and his wife, they made plans for the family to go to Disney this year, this summer. Now, he's kind of nervous about going, being that he's in the waiting period. He asked his attorney about going, and the, the attorney said, yeah, he could go, no problem. But he's still nervous, and he asked me what I thought. Um, the first thing I would have said was that you've already done it. You've already done what I said I would do. I would have asked you, your attorney. But even before that, more important than the attorney... And more important than Social Security disability is your health. Now, before I go doing something, I would have asked my doctor, if you just got hurt recently, if you're just in the waiting period, 
at this point for Social Security disability. That means you didn't get hurt all that long ago. And I would be asking, I would be checking with my doctor if that kind of trip is okay. Because if you're in Tulsa, you're either driving a long time, you're going to be in a car a long time, or you're going to be in a plane. You didn't tell me the nature of your disability. But I would ask my doctor, because there's a lot of things that go into going to this trip to, to Disney. You know, there's a lot of walking in Disney. Can you do that? Can you sit for long periods of time? Can, is that possible? You know, there's a lot that's involved, more than just Social Security disability. You know, your health. Your health is the primary concern. And I want to remind others of that, too. I, you know, I know having Social Security disability is very important because that helps pay your bills. I understand that. It pays for medication. Having Medicare pays for your doctor's appointments. I, I understand that 100%. But even more important than all of that is your health. Your health has to come before all of that. So even if the lawyer tells you, yeah, it's okay, go ahead, don't worry about it, that's fine. So you know for Social Security reasons or whatever, that's fine, you can. But Put your health first. Ask your doctor. It may be okay for Social Security to say, yeah, you can go to Disney, you know, the delay to say that you can go to Disney World. It's not going to affect your application, but is it going to affect your health? So, Albert, do yourself a favor and check with your doctor before you go. Now, if the doctor gives you okay, hey, have a great time, you and the family. But if the doctor tells you no, and I, I don't know, again, you didn't say in the email, if by not going you're going to lose a couple of bucks, you know what? Your health, again, is more important. Lose a couple of bucks. Let your wife and your kids, you didn't say whether there's kids involved, I'm assuming, because it's Disney, but let them go. Let someone else go in your place. Your health comes first, my friend. Take care of your health first. This way you can take care of your family, too. All right? That's just my thought. But before I would do anything, before I would do any kind of trips or anything like that, yes, it's important to ask your attorney. Yes, it's very important. But more important is to ask your doctor. Make sure you check with your doctor first, okay? That's just my thought. That's what I would do. You know, again, Social Security is important. We all realize that. But you're more important than Social Security. All right, let's go on to the second one. The second one we have is from Kevin in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. And he tells me he had surgery on his legs and will need long-term therapy afterwards. He was injured in a warehouse accident. Right now, he has a manual wheelchair and wants to get an electric wheelchair. Okay. But the insurance company wants him to get evaluated. Can they refuse him? Yeah, they can. They can refuse you. It depends. You know, electric wheelchairs are, are an expensive deal. What they do, now I know this from personal experience, they send they send you to a, a physical therapist and they, they, they're going to check you out. They get all the notes from your doctors and they're going to evaluate you whether you actually need an electric wheelchair. You know, electric, wheel, electric wheelchairs aren't, aren't a toy. <laughs> they're not a novelty. They're there's a reason for having them. It's not just to make you uh, be able to transport faster or something. It's to help you physically, where you're physically not able to get around. So people are people are under the misconception that uh, electric wheelchairs are are a novelty. They're not. They're a necessity for 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 the people that have them. And the evaluation is important. And here's here's the thing. And this has always been my thought. If you have an electric wheelchair 
and you don't need it, the only thing that it's going to serve to do, all right, you'll get around. You're not going to use your arms as much, but you're also going to get fat. Because now, when you're in a wheelchair, and I'm talking from experience, you're not getting the exercise that you used to get by walking. So you use your arms. And that's not, that's not a whole bunch of exercise, but it's something. But once you're in an electric wheelchair, you're using a joystick, and you're not moving for anything, and you just get bigger and bigger. So don't be in such a hurry for the electric wheelchair. I know in certain instances it may look like it make things easier. And there's, there's places like here, Albert's going to... Disney World. You can go to Disney World and you can rent an electric scooter. You can go to sh go shopping. You can use one of those electric go-karts or scooters with the basket on the front when you're there. But if you don't need it to get around on a daily basis, why would you put yourself into it? The only thing you're going to do is lose more muscle. You're going to lose more of your ability to be independent by, by getting into one of these things. I'm telling you, I do have an electric wheelchair. And from my experience... Having the electric wheelchair has given me more freedom, but that's because I also have breathing problems. I have heart problems. I, I have circulation problems, plus the fact that I only have one leg and I have neuropathy in my hands. So it's given me more freedom. But somebody like yourself, Kevin, that is only going to be in it for a short term while he's going through rehab to be able to get up and walk around again, I, I think... Personally, if, if I was you, I wouldn't want it. I'd be looking for the day that I could take the manual wheelchair, fold it up, put it in a closet, and just walk out again on my own. But that's me. But for people that do need it, it does give them freedom. For people that don't need it and just want to use it as a, as a novelty item or just want to use it because eh, it's easier to get around that way than to use crutches or use a, an, a, a manual wheelchair because a manual wheelchair may be a little bit like work for the time being. Well, then you're, you're limiting your own freedom. For those who need it, it gives them freedom. For those who don't need it, it limits freedom. Plus the fact that it's expensive is all hell. Now, if you really want it and your, your insurance company does turn you down, you can buy it. You can go out and buy it or you can go out and buy one of those scooters. But don't make yourself a cripple if you're not. Does that make sense? I, I, hope, I hope it does. And, I, and I'm not trying to tear anybody down. I'm just trying to give you both sides of it here. I know one thing, that if I could get up and walk, I'd give my wheelchair to anyone else that could use it. I don't want it. I'll be honest, I don't want it. But I do need it. I, I shouldn't say I don't want it. I want it because it's given me more freedom than what I had. But if I had my druthers, I'd rather not need it. All right. Well, Albert, Kevin, thank you very much for the emails today. I, I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And for anyone else, send me an email if you'd like. You have a question, you have a comment, send me an email at jimmy at famousapple.com. That's jimmy at famousapple.com. I answer all the emails. I'll write you back. If you have a question, we'll put it on the podcast. Maybe it'll help somebody else. All right, let's move on here. I just want to share one more thought here about durable medical equipment like we were just talking about there with wheelchairs. It's not a good idea to self-medicate, just like it's not a good idea to self-medicate with prescription drugs or alcohol. It's not a good idea to self-medicate with this durable medical equipment. You should always follow your doctor's orders when it comes to that too because doing something with some of this equipment 
may, be, may do you more harm than good. If you think you need a cane, ask your doctor. If you think you need a wheelchair, ask your doctor. Your doctor may have good reason for not prescribing you to use a cane or a wheelchair or a walker. There's reasons for everything, but always check with your doctor before using it. Like this fella, Kevin, he wanted to go from a manual wheelchair to an electric wheelchair. Check with your doctor. If your doctor thinks it's a prudent idea, he'll suggest it. He'll write the prescription and he'll help you through the process. But don't try to do it on your own because you may cause more harm than good. That's just a thought. All right, let's move on to the next topic. got a serious question. When people get sick, have you ever noticed this? I've noticed it. I've attended many benefits for people who have gotten sick. Uh, I remember one lady back in Pennsylvania, she got Lyme disease. The community got together, they threw a benefit for her to try and pay for her medical costs and charges. Someone else had cancer. They threw a benefit to help pay for the medical charges and the expenses, the medications. Why is it, why is it that the families of junkies don't do the same thing for them? Why is it that the families of junkies think somehow that the government is responsible for taking care of their junkie relatives? They're the ones that go out. They're the ones that shoot this crap into themselves. And now it's the government's problem. It's the taxpayer's problem because their relatives went out and did this. I watched a lady on the news the other day, and she was on there, and my heart went out to her. My heart definitely went out to her. Her son died from an overdose, but she wasn't blaming her son for being a junkie. She was blaming the government for not doing enough to stop him from being a junkie. What? She was blaming the government for not doing enough to fight the war on drugs. How about you look inside your own home? What happened to personal responsibility? Whatever happened to family responsibility? I don't understand that if if your son was sick with cancer, wouldn't you be looking to help him? Wouldn't you be taking him in? Wouldn't you be taking him to the doctor? The fact that your son is a junkie Why aren't you doing something to stop him? Why aren't you doing something to help him? What can you do to help him? You know what? Call the police. Turn him in. It's a crime. It's against the law to shoot heroin. It's against the law to sell heroin. It's against the law to buy heroin. It's against the law to steal prescription drugs. It's against the law to forge prescriptions. So why aren't you doing more to to help your kids? Turn them in. Where where else are they going to go clean? Quicker. Are they going to go clean on their own? No, they're not. You know that. You got. You want to do something, send them to jail. Or you want to do something, get the family together and get money and send them to a rehab. It's not the government's job. The government didn't stick the pills down their throat. It's not the, the pharmaceutical company's problem. They didn't manufacture the, the pills and say, here, here, kids, take these. No, your, your family, your kids, your parents, your brothers, your sisters, they're the ones taking the pills. Nobody's forcing them to. Yet somehow, some way, 
you're looking to blame the government. And the government's just as bad because they're buying into it. Shooting heroin's illegal. Yet, you go to someplace like California, where they're handing out clean needles and clean shooting kits so that they can shoot up the heroin safely. Why don't you just give them a gun so they can go out and rob a gas station safely with a clean gun? That's ridiculous. You're aiding and abetting. You're an accomplice to a crime. You're making the government accomplices to, to a crime. We hear families every day saying, oh, there's so much drugs coming in. Well, here's the way to get rid of the drugs coming in. Let's get rid of the people that are using them. They're breaking the law. Using drugs is illegal. Shooting up shit into your arm is illegal. Taking pills that don't belong to you are illegal. Using illegal drugs is illegal. So start prosecuting people that are breaking the law. Once there's not a demand for the drugs on the street, there won't be a demand for dealers. It seems that you can't get rid of the dealers, so let's get rid of those using it. And once they're in jail, their families should be happy because they're going to detox in jail. But the families should be so happy that they're going to pay for their time in jail. Why not? They would have had to pay for rehab on the outside. So now their family members are getting detoxed. The taxpayers are going to get reimbursed for their families getting detoxed. The drugs are going to start drying up because there's nobody to buy them anymore. It's a win-win for everybody. But don't make using drugs or being a drug addict or a junkie or an alcoholic, all these self-inflicted problems, a disability. Because it's not. The disability program is a program that working, tax-paying, hard-working people paid, paid for. They paid for this insurance. And now you're going to turn around and give disability benefits to these junkies and drunks? No. Save the, save the resources for the people that need it, the people that paid for it. These people that are out there self-inflicting problems on themselves, that's their problem. That's their family's problem. And, oh, give me that same, that same old argument. Oh, would you, would you persecute or would you prosecute someone that had cancer? If cancer was illegal, but cancer's not illegal. But I'll tell you what, if, if you could cure cancer by prosecuting me and I had cancer, put the handcuffs on me. Cure me. But cancer, unfortunately, isn't illegal. Shooting heroin, taking opioids when they're not prescribed for you, is illegal. Taking drugs is illegal. Start prosecuting the crimes. Stop making up new laws to compensate for laws that you don't want to follow. But don't, don't make it somebody else's fault. Don't make it somebody else's problem. Don't use the Social Security Disability Program to pay for these losers. And that's just what they are. And let the families of these people pay for them. You don't have family? Lock them up. Give them a bill. Let them pay it off after they come out and become productive citizens again. But keep them in jail as long as they have to be there. Whatever the sentencing guideline is for being a, a, a drug user, that's how long they have to be there. I'm just tired. I'm so tired of hearing it that these problems are everyone else's problems except for the junkie themselves. It's not the pharmaceutical company who's making legal drugs for doctors to give to patients in pain. It's not their fault that these idiots are taking them. It's not. I don't care how you put it. You can't sue these ma the pharmacy companies because idiots are stealing. That's like saying there's been a 25-car pileup on the highway. So now let's sue Chevy, Ford, uh, Cadillac, whoever else. 
because there's so many cars being manufactured. Give me a break. Where, where did logic go? Where did logic go that we're looking to blame everyone else and take the responsibility off the person that's actually responsible? Where did, it, where did logic go that we're going to take the resources for one group of people and give it to someone else because it makes you feel good? It's got to stop, and it's got to stop now. Leave Social Security disability alone. It's Social Security every time. Every time an election year comes up, we hear Social Security is going to go bankrupt in so many years. Why is it that welfare never goes bankrupt? Why is that? Why is it that junkies have no problem? They're giving them knock-on on the streets to keep them alive. Yet senior citizens are, are having to choose between eating meals and taking medication because they can't afford both. It's about time we started taking care of the people that did the right thing all their lives, whether it be the disabled or the senior citizens, and stop pandering to these junkies and these drunks out there. I'd like to hear what you think about this. Send me your thoughts at Jimmy at FamousApple.com. Let's move on. Well, thanks a lot for coming by today. I really appreciate it. There's one more thing I want to leave you with today. And this is something that, as disabled people, this is something that creeps up on us. We, we tend to live in the past because that's the last time we felt we felt useful or, or, or we felt whole. But listen to this. I, I found this on the Internet. And it says, if you don't leave your past in the past, it will destroy your future. Live for what today has to offer, not for what yesterday has taken away. Those are very true words, my friends. Very true. Listen. Remember, things can always be worse. No matter what, things can always be worse. Right now, somewhere, some way, somehow, someone's looking to be where you're at. So things can always be worse. Thanks again for stopping by today. I'll talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. My name is Jimmy Apple, and you've been listening to An Apple a Day. Take care, my friends. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.